morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the Next Chapter Podcast. My name is Blaine. And Sue is here. Sue is here. Uh, welcome to Chapter 7 of Season 2. We were just talking about seasons and chapters and how mm-hmm. many we're going to have. And like Sue said, summertime is a very busy time for us. So we yeah. want to keep this content coming for you guys, um, whether that's new releases like Sue's going to talk about today, building updates that I'll kind of floor you guys on, um, all the programming things that are happening, which since it's summer library program, there's a lot happening right mm-hmm. now. Um, we're going to do our renowned trivia game that Sue loves. And then um, we're just going to talk about, again, at the end, just what's new. We don't have a special guest today or anything, but um, we've hired some new people. Um, and again, we're always looking for volunteers. So customary, um, customary, is that how you say it? I'm going to let you kick it off. Customary? No, that's not correct. What's, what's the word? <laughs> Contrary. As per usual. As per usual. <laughs> as per customary. No, it doesn't sound right. Courtesy help, please. <laughs> Okay, let's get to it. Uh, Sue, let's talk about, do I get to pick which book I want you to talk about? You can. You got five for us today. Um, And I had a hard time because there's so many books. And we've kind of had a little blip in our getting our books from our vendor. So I got a whole bunch of stuff all at once. Yep. So yeah, it was tough. Well, let's talk about Tracy Flick Can't Win. Okay, so... Those of you who remember the movie Election with Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick, where Reese Witherspoon played the high school um, student who wanted to become um, the president of um, her class. And, oh, my gosh, it's the best movie. Mm. But anyway, um, Tom Parada wrote Tracy Flick Can't Win. He actually wrote the book Election, which the movie was based on. So this is Tracy Flick is back again. Mm. Um, And this is, uh, I think, gosh, 20 years later. And um, Tracy is actually um, an assistant principal at a public high school in suburban New Jersey. Uh, And something happens with um, the principal. They're going to retire. So she's like, ooh, here's my chance. And if you remember... Uh, Tracy Flick in election, you know that she will do whatever it takes yep. to win. So this is all about her trying to get um, the principal's job and all sorts of stuff happens in there. It's darkly humorous, razor sharp, distillation of our current cultural movement. Um, Flick fans and newcomers alike will love this compulsively readable second act starring one of the most memorable characters of our time. And if you don't remember election, Go back and watch the movie because it is fantastic. So Tracy Flick can't win. Nice. Um, As most of you guys know, I love to pull um, some samples, some reviews, kind of see if it's a book that I would like or potentially you guys would like, the listeners. Uh, This review comes from Angus Beef. No, (laughs) his name is, (laughs) his or they name is Angus. Um, They say, I love Tracy. Angus. Angus. (laughs) Angus Beef. (laughs) 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 totally distracted okay okay. keep going (laughs) this person says uh i i don't know is angus a boy or a girl boy boy it is a male name angus typically is okay just keep going okay (laughs) the listeners are like wow we are three minutes in this is going rough (laughs) angus says i love tracy flick i loved election which by the way before i continue all this too it seems like through a lot of the reviews that you need to read election before you read tracy flick can't win yes or else some of it doesn't 
make sense. I don't or, think you'll get her character if right. you don't read, read election. Right. So they say, I love elect, uh, I loved election, and it was great to meet up with this character again. As usual, Parada, is that it? I think so, Parada, yeah. Parada. Tom Parada. Um, mm-hmm. Has an easy-to-read style that is steeped in emotion. Highly recommended. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one, uh, I'll let you I'll let you do what you got in order. So Deep deep Water? Deep Water. I don't have a review for it, but okay. I'll let you talk about it. So Deep Water is by Emma Bamford, and it is a thriller. Um, I think uh, she's written some travel memoirs, but I think this is her first fiction okay. uh, book. And this is about a couple who um, are found out in the middle of the Indian Ocean on a yacht. That's in distress, and um, this captain finds them and rushes to their aid. Jake and his wife, Virginie, um, he, Jake is badly injured. They claim they come from, I don't even know how to pronounce this, Amarant. It's a remote island known only by word of mouth. Mm. And, of course, she confesses, it's all my fault. I killed them. Wah, wah. Okay, so they're out in the middle of the Indian Ocean. <laughs> the husband is critically injured. She's a hot mess, and she's like, oh, I, I killed them. So, of course, it goes back and talks about these two and how they have this dream of getting a yacht and sailing the ocean. And mm-hmm. they end up um, on this um, island where uh, they become entangled with a motley crew of expat sailors. And there's all, twi- all these twists and turns, and what begins as like this, ooh, isn't this wonderful we're just wandering around, turns into something really dark and scary. Huh. So, um, yes, um, they're comparing it to modern classics, The Beach and The Ruins. So, um, yeah, and the author bases on her own experiences as a crew member on private charters, which I'm guessing that her private charters didn't go south like this one did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is a thriller. Cool. Perfect for the summer. Um if you're going to get on a yacht and sail, maybe not the best yeah, book to read. That, but, yeah, Deep Water by Emma Bamford. And this one just came out in June here. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So you got a new release there for you. Yeah. Great. These are all new releases. All new releases. Yep. Yeah, that's why this is the new release section. Yeah. a boy. <laughs> He's still stuck on it. I'm on it. You know, I also <laughs> wanted to interrupt. You know, I, I keep looking at my watch here, and Sue's been on me about it lately. I've been doing 10,000 steps. Uh-huh. I've been doing 15,000 steps. I walk 80,000 miles a day. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, at the new library, we get a lot more steps in. Yeah. Well, and as you guys a know, more. Sue is Reader's Advisory and Collection Strategies Manager. So she manages all the books here. So her staff and herself are hard at work. And we'll talk about it more about mm-hmm. getting shelving and all of our books from the warehouse are here. But so Sue's running around a lot more than I am. I I make my steps occasionally, but I was going to do a step comparison here. So what are you, what I, I can say what I'm at, or maybe you um, say what you're at and I don't say because it's embarrassing. My current steps for the day, or I'm at 7,322. Okay. So less than yesterday. Yes. And I'm at 2013. Okay. Better get going. One mile of distance. I'm going <laughs> to, if you guys ever just, you can kind of peek through the windows here. So if you ever see down in children's services or along those windows there on, on six Ave, if you see somebody in a polo sprinting, it's probably me just trying to <laughs> catch up to Sue's steps. So anyways, that was our brief intermission. But yep. um, okay, I would like you to talk about um, River of the Gods. That's my next review here. Okay, so River of the Gods is nonfiction. It's by Candice Millard. You probably recognize her name. She wrote River of Doubt, which was about Theodore Roosevelt 
going down the Amazon River and Destiny of the Republic. I've read both. I've read both of those books. Love them. Um, so she's back again with another really fascinating look at the players in um, the search for the headwaters of the Nile mm. for for years and years and years, hundreds of years, centuries. This was always a, a mystery to humanity. Where where did the where does the Nile start? So um, Richard Burton, the famous Richard Burton, not the actor, but the explorer Richard Burton, and um, John Hanning Speck were sent by the Royal Geographical Society to find the headwaters of the Nile. So they're out there. They're two years in trying to find this. Of course, they're running into pr- trouble because, of course, they are. Right. right. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Um, and it. I'm not going to tell you what happens with them, but there is a third man on the expeditions, and his name is Sidi Mubarak Bombay, and he um, was enslaved and shipped from his home village in East Africa to India. He ended up being their guide, and without him, things would not have progressed. Mm -hmm. So there's... Uh, the story about him and his influence on this whole expedition. But if you liked her other books, if you are a fan of history, if you are a fan of um, tales about explorers, uh, River of the Gods is the latest by Candace Millard. It's definitely on my to-be-read list. I, I love uh, reading about her, um, reading her tales of exploration and, you know, the the the... The belief that, you know, these white men could just go wherever mm-hmm. and, hey, no problem. We'll find it. Right. <laughs> Surprise. It's not that easy. Yeah. So um, and there's always these other players that history that are lost to history because they're not the ones telling the story. They're not the winners. So they're 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 lost to history. But they're the ones who play the most important part in these, especially especially in these explorations, because they're the guides and they know what they're doing. So yeah. River of the Gods. Cool. Read it. Read it. Read it. John from Goodreads says, read it. No. He <laughs> says, um, Candace Miller does it again. The queen of historical narrative and nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Excellent summer read. Yes. Got nice little mm-hmm. short reviews. For and you, it's not a, it's not a huge book no. either. So it's definitely, well, definitely taken. Depends on your audience. Me. Yes. Big book. Sue. No, it's, it's, and this is, I have a large print with me here, so it's oh, okay. even bigger than normal, but yeah. I'd say it's probably about 350, 400 pages. It's not bad. It's pretty average anymore, I think. And usually, once you get going in her books, hard to put. They down. read. They almost read like fiction because they're so compelling, and there's so many characters going, and there's and there's so much moving through the story that there you'll have a hard time putting them down. I'm cool. just saying. Right on. That is River of the Gods. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you got next for us? Well, because 4th of July is coming around, um, there is a new book um, called Oh Say Can You Hear? It's a cultural biography of the Star-Spangled Banner, and it is by Mark Clegg, who is um, an associate professor of musicology and American culture at the University of Michigan. And he's got a whole bunch of other um, (laughs) titles, too, as well. The guy knows his stuff, Mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. So this book is about... um, the national anthem and the story of where it came from, yep. how it came to be, and what it has played in our nation's history. And the book is broken up into different um, areas of. He's got a whole section on the banner, 
Star Spangled Banner in sports, the Star Spangled Banner at war, um, ballads that were um, the the many lyrics of the Star Spangled Banner, um, performing patriotism, so people who have used or sang um, the musical style as a social symbol, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. Um, there is the anthem and Black Lives and a nation in translation. So there's some some photos in here, but not a lot. Um, but yeah, if you're really interested in the, the cultural history of the Star Spangled Banner and how that has changed throughout the years, this might be a book for you, Oh Say Can You Hear by Mark Clegg. Very nice. Mm-hmm. My final review for this, and I know you have one more book, but Dan from Goodreads says, this new volume from Musicolo- oh boy, Musicologist. Musicolo- yes. Musicologically. <laughs> musicologist Mark Clegg on our national anthem is a timely, readable, and comprehensive history of the many facets of the Star Spangled Banner. So if you are a historical nut, mm-hmm. I think that's for you, especially on just, U.S. history. Yeah, or even just somebody who, you know, there's so much about our national anthem. Yeah, especially now. as of recent, the last yes. five, six years, so there's a lot that's come up. It's always good to read um, some nonfiction about what it is, where it came from, the different, the evolution of it, and what it means right. in different aspects of American culture. Yeah. 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 Right on. Okay. okay. Those are my reviews, and I know you got one more. I have one more book, and this book, I... I'm predicting this book is really going to take off, Ooh. and um, it is a read with Jenna um, book, but it is called The Measure, and it is by Nikki Ehrlich, and this is a um, really interesting book. So it's just an average day, and everyone on the planet, every person on the planet gets a box. Mm. And in that box, first of all, nobody knows. Where did they come from? Oh my gosh, what, 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 what? What do they mean? Is there truth to what they promise? Um, The box holds your fate. It tells Mm. you the exact number of years that you're going to live. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. So do you open the box or not? No, I don't. So this, like, this sends of the entire world into a complete frenzy. Um, everybody is facing the, cha- the same shocking choice. Do you wish to know how long you'll live? And if so, what will you do with that knowledge? Before you continue, mm-hmm. I just want to say, <laughs> because there's, there's like these, you know, these things come out all the time mm-hmm. where it's like, would you rather do this or blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I feel like I see so many people on social media as well. And it's so easy to hide behind a screen and say, oh, I'd rather see this and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But like legitimately think about that like just knowing you you're on a countdown timer until that's mm-hmm. it and i get to some people it's like well i could say i want to do this this and this and blah mm-hmm. blah blah and it's like you're you have so much at your fingertips now though between our phones and technology mm-hmm. and everything you can do everything you yes mm-hmm. people are put in different situations and everything but it's like the only thing i compare it to is like 99% of people in this world hate public speaking and think about that date as like your speech. Mm-hmm. Any, anybody who has a, like a speech in front of public audience or people, they re- they hate it all the way up until that day, mm-hmm. until it happens. And it's like, I feel like that's how, th- that's what, I mean, I don't struggle with it because I've been mm-hmm. doing it my whole life. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, but I, I wouldn't want to know, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like, why would you want to know that? 
stress for the next however many years or days, I, yeah. But that might not be stressful for some people if they know, okay, I got 40 years or I got 10. I think as you get older. Some people might be like, okay, I know what I'm going to do now. I got this much time and I got to, I got to get moving. Yeah. Other people might not want. It's an interesting concept. Well, that's why this is, this is going to make a really good book discussion book. So this is, um, so there is a cast of eight characters that kind of are examined in here because they, uh, all of their um, decisions and fates are interwoven with each other. Um, so it's going to be kind of interesting. One's a doctor, one's a politician, um, all sorts of uh, interesting characters in here. This is this author's debut novel, Nikki Ehrlich. Um, I think this is going to be huge. Yeah. But it's called The Measure, and it's by Nikki Ehrlich. Yeah, and like just, I mean, I again, I picked three books out of Sue that Sue sent me today, and I was like, I'm going to get reviews for these. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look it up right now because I really want to see like what people have to say about it some people may be even like i don't even want to read the book because i don't even want to be that close <laughs> to a fictional this is when i'm this is when i'm done i like this. this jamie says uh wow i didn't expect to cry and if a book moves me to tears it earns all stars wow overnight the box uh box arrive uh for oh maybe i'm spoiling some things i won't say that yeah. um but it's like yeah just six inches wide three inches deep mm-hmm. Containing a string which revealed the measure of your life, your fate disclosed by the length of a string. Oh. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, yeah, fear and all that kind of stuff. Just, I don't know. This is a really long review, but it sounds like it's an unforgettable style book. So, yeah. I think you're right. I think I've, that could, I mean, I had no, no idea about it until mm-hmm. you just started mentioning mm-hmm. it here, and it sounds really interesting. So, yeah. Cool. Available for checkout. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. You guys know, uh, when we talk about these, they go quick, and it's summer, which means a lot of a lot a lot of people can get it even quicker. Right. You know, yes. teachers are off for the summer and want to read these types of things and and check Libby, check yeah, uh, check Hoopla, yep, online check, resources, um, Cloud Library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things out there. But as always, if you guys want to place a hold, head to our website, MarianPublicLibrary.org. You can search the book um, in our search bar there, right on the front of our website. Or if you want to head to the MLN app, Metro Library Network, pick Marion Public Library and search for your book. Pick it up at our mm-hmm. Uptown Library. Um, that's what we got open right now. So, yeah, awesome. Thanks for the five. Sure. Appreciate it. Okay, let's jump into some building updates, and I'm going to have mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about um, a shelving update at some point, mm-hmm. but I just kind of want to go through some things um, I guess I'm experiencing or, or doing, you know, in, in the past few weeks just to give people kind of an idea, and some of it's been teased on social media, which has been um, really cool, but mm-hmm. there are, I think the main thing, <laughs> Sue and I experienced it a little bit, but there are still contractors in the building. Yes, there's still things this that is need an, to be finished. Yep, this is an active construction zone. Mm-hmm. It is not open to the public. Um, mm-hmm. So if you, you know, th- th- our parking lot is open. So if you find, you know, we are more than happy if patrons want to go by the windows on uh, on the north side of the building and look mm-hmm. in. That's totally up to you. Um, but we, <laughs> we hold our hands together and say, please do not come inside the building. We would not uh, want anything to happen, anybody yeah, to get we injured. Can't, we can't have people um, in the building. It's a liability. It's a danger. Mm-hmm. And so um, just continue to use our uptown location. I We're anticipating mm-hmm. a grand opening date um, for our July board meeting, which is open to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, more news on that coming soon. But right. just with the building 
like I said, there are pallets of things everywhere. Buckets of mortar mm-hmm. and tools and sharp objects. And and it's very, carpet. very dangerous for somebody who doesn't know the space um, right. and what you're potentially walking into or machines that are moving in here. So mm-hmm. just wanted to preface that kind of for the building as well. Um, but on to some more fun, lighthearted things. Um, I've been tasked with setting up our 3D printer, mm. um, which is multiple multiple printer type step things, mm-hmm. um, which is going great. Um, I'm learning a lot. Um, I have some trainings in place for our staff so they can teach you all, all the mm-hmm. patrons on how to use it. Um, and we're still working out the logistics on how that's all going to look. But um, we did our first print the other day, a little airplane. Yeah. Um, we're still, I'm still waiting to complete it. Um, cause we needed some more product for different parts of that 3d printer. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. Um, and our Glowforge laser, I did a little laser etcher. I did a little teaser on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of our, uh, city <laughs> it people. He wanted to laser engrave his cell phone. And I said, mm, I'd, I'd rather not ruin a thousand dollar phone yeah. when I don't know what, what I'm doing, doing exactly yes. yet. It was like, we just got it set up mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, he's pulling out his phone. Let's print. I'm like, Oh boy, no. you're putting the pressure on me. So we ended up doing his phone case with the library logo and it actually turned out pretty cool. So but now he's stuck with the phone has, case with the library logo. I think, like I said, he may get a different case. Who I knows? think he wanted the city logo on it. I Probably. said, you know what? You're in the library. Yeah. You are getting the library logo. Right. So anyways, I think we're going to have really cool opportunities, especially during like a grand opening to showcase mm-hmm. this type of equipment. It's, it's really fun. Um, it's very, uh, and somewhat to new beginners, like it's very advanced and it, yes. it will take training and a lot of work. Um, but I think you guys will really enjoy it. Okay. I want you to talk about shelving update because I know you just mm-hmm. sent kind of our staff a little bit of an update and you right. can be as brief as you want or as detailed as you want. But what the patrons know from mm-hmm. last chapter to this chapter is right. all those books were being moved to this right. new building and, and your staff mm-hmm. um, is responsible for getting those set up on our shelves here. Right. So before I talk about that, just a reminder that our uptown location is still open, our little mini boutique library. And that's where like all of our new releases, our quick picks, our playaways, kids books, um, our new TV, our new um, DVDs. Yep. All of those things are at Uptown, and that's where you can go pick up your holds. So you can go in and still browse and check things yep. out. That's where our public um, computers are. Yeah, that's where our, com- our public computers Printers, are. faxers, yep. mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So the books that we have here in the new library that are not available for checkout right now are all the all. It's most of our collection that was, and it was all at the annex. The yep. annex was a temporary warehouse yep. storage facility for our collection when we had to move out of the damaged old building. Yep. So it's our back, I guess you could call it our backlist. Right. It's all the stuff that we have normally have on the shelves. So the staff here has been busy getting it all on the shelves and it's kind of a a two pronged effort. So we're just literally putting the books on the shelves, not, not in some semblance of order, but not, you know, a great, deep dive into yep. making sure everything's alphabetized and everything. That's the second phase. So right now we've got all the fiction and the genres on the shelves. We've got all the adult nonfiction on the shelves. We've got most of the kids collection on shelves. There are some parts of our collection that we still have in boxes because we're waiting for some things to be moved around before yep. we can unbox them. So we've probably got about 85% of, of 
the Annex collection yep. on the shelves, which, which is, is exciting. In, it's incredible. Yeah. They've been working so quickly. They've been they've been working really really hard, and um, it's it's a lot of physical work yes. <laughs> to to unbo- move all these shelves, move all these boxes, unshell, uh, unbox everything, put them on the shelves, and it, it's it takes a team effort and coordination and um, some enthusiasm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and elevators. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thankful for elevators. Yeah. So so that's where we're at with that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that. Yep. I just think patrons appreciate kind of knowing what's going on there. And, and we'll definitely have more updates, uh, like Sue said, yeah. as, as time goes on and, and we get closer and closer to a grand opening day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also just lots of large deliveries that are happening. Again, that's what makes yes. this such an active construction zone. Um, just um, yesterday, we got our... Um, some kiosk things delivered and it was in like a 500 pound crate on <laughs> wheels and it's just, yeah. you know, there's a lot. So um, just some other brief things that are going on. The storage spaces that we have here, the programming team is filling those up with mm-hmm. lots of supplies. You know, there are a lot of supplies for the summer library program. So those spaces are filling up quickly. Lots of machines that um, have been set up. I know I teased um, the sewing machines on national mm-hmm. sewing machine day. Those are in our art studio. Um, and there's just lots of other things um, that have been set up and, and lots of cool tools that you guys are going to be able to use. Um, and then just um, technically yesterday, because we're recording this a day before it comes out. Um, so Thursday this week, our statues from the old building, um, mm-hmm. there was little children uh, statues that them reading a book. Those just got uh, cemented in place today. Mm-hmm. So on our south entrance, um, you'll be able to see those statues. So that's yeah. really cool. I know yeah. um, a lot of people were concerned about mm-hmm. the artwork um, after the old building was uh, decommissioned at that point, but um, that has all been saved and is can be seen on the south side. Yep, the kids are outside. The kids are outside <laughs> in the heat. In the heat, yes. These are not real children. <laughs> be advised. Okay, that's our building updates. If you guys have any questions, we have the chat section, our chatbot on our website. You can message us on Facebook. You can send us an email um, at our info at marionpubliclibrary.org. Happy to answer any questions you guys have. Um, And one thing to note as well, because it it does come up occasionally um, through our chat, is meeting spaces. Um, We will have some to offer, but we don't know what that looks like yet. Um, The whole reservation system, it's not set up yet, and that's completely out of our control. That's a third-party vendor that handles um, that until it is transferred and trained for us. Mm -hmm. So um, for anyone who's thinking about a program or something down the road, unfortunately, we can't answer those questions at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we know more, we'll let you know. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to jump into some programming real quick. Um, I say quick, and there's a lot coming up because, again, it's summer library program. Right. So I'm just going to kind of run through uh, what's what's coming up here. Uh, so for teens, there's a game day with different board games um, on June 27th from 1 to 3 p.m. That's out at Lau Park. Um, they're going to have board games, music, and snacks for you. There will be children's story time, which is a weekly reoccurring event. That's going to be always at Leninger Park. Um, and that one's happening on June 29th from 10 to 11 a.m. So and it's outside. Outside. So yep. we've had to cancel a few times because <laughs> without fail, every Wednesday, the weather is bad. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. It's either raining or it's a heat index or it's so, of yeah. 6,000. Or there's a heat warning. Yeah, so we can't. Yes. Yeah, so that's... Um, it's tough, you know, again, once we can get in the building, mm-hmm. we can always just switch. It's great to be outside. It's right. especially in the summer, you know, use what you have, especially the parks mm-hmm. and, and our parks department is always great at allowing us to use their spaces. Um, but we're also looking forward to 
having our building so we can need if we need to shift in a, a moment's notice we can do that right so but again that's every single wednesday through the summer here um mm-hmm. up until about the first week of august um there's going to be another pride button pop-up at our uptown library those have been great um that's on june 29th from 2 to 4 p.m summer dungeon and dragons is happening with the teen pathfinder club and you can sign up on a form on our website under the teen page i think dnd is it's always been popular, but I think Stranger Things has elevated yes. the game. It's to never become. gone away. I mean, it was it was a big deal when I was in high school, and that was a very very long time ago. Yeah. So it's don't it's, date yourself like that. No, I mean it's we're talking eighties here, people. <laughs> but that's when it first was like really a thing, yep. and it's it's really never gone away. Right. It's definitely gotten easier to play the yes. game since the eighties, and, and more and, and more and more people are discovering it now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah current shows and things that mm-hmm. highlight that um, yep. obviously that's a huge part of stranger things so yeah uh, it's really really cool that they're doing all that mm-hmm. we love stranger things sue and i yes it's our, it's our daily banter Good show. so yep <laughs> um our first adult game day is happening at loud park that's on june 29th from 6 30 to 9 30 p.m there will be a variety of events you can find that on our website as well and i think a few more dates just got added it was going to be just june and july and uh, this morning I was told there's going to be an August and September date as oh, well. Good. So for anybody um, adult that wants to go out and have some fun, a fun evening of games, we got that for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, park play dates is also another reoccurring event that happens on Thursdays. So we got children's story time on Wednesdays, park play dates on Thursdays. Again, those both happen at 10 a.m. The difference with park play dates is the location varies every single week. So this upcoming one on June 30th, um, is going to be at Willow Park here in Marion. So if you want the full rundown of that, uh, where those different locations are, head to our website mm-hmm. um, for that specific event. It's all listed there on every description. Or go to Facebook events. If if you kind of have your little list of what you're right. interested in, all of those are listed there as well. And the park playdates are not story times. They're not. The park playdates are Plain. actual the kids get to play. Yep. The parents get to s- sit together and chat while yep. the kids have, there's some activities and stuff going on. Yep. So yeah, exactly. It's a good way to <laughs> wear the kids out in the morning and That's right. <laughs> sit them down for a nap in the afternoon. Yep. So um, yeah, great little program we got there on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more. <laughs> well, <laughs> one more technical program. Um, Beat the heat water extravaganza, which mm. man, I'll attend that one. Mm-hmm. Throw some water balloons. Yes. Jeez, it's so hot lately. Um, it is for teens, so I guess I don't fall in that age range no. anymore. But that is also <laughs> coming up on June thirtieth. Uh, there's going to be a water cup relay, sponge run, water balloon toss, and more activities to cool you down. Mm-hmm. So any teens that are interested in that, or parents listening that need to get the teens out of the house in the summer, yes, that's an event for you. And finally, the 4th of July, right around the corner, mm-hmm. which means that we're launching fireworks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we are closed on we the 4th of July. We are closed on the 4th of July in observance of the um, of that holiday. So just want to let you guys know that uh, we'll make sure it's the signage is out um, at our Uptown Library and also make sure that um, you guys are aware on social media. <laughs> what are you laughing <laughs> James, at? James was just, you know, standing in the window yeah, there. That's about right. Making making faces we can't have james on the podcast because he's in a boot <laughs> and he can't fit his big foot through the door no so <laughs> there are his little shout out of the episode so we are in the recording studio yet again yep. which is great mm-hmm. um but yeah except, except for when he's people. gone now okay he's gone mm-hmm. you just never know somebody could be staring at that's you that's right my, that's why my back is turned yeah so. okay 
if you guys have any more questions again, or, or if you're interested in more events, um, again, this is kind of up until um, we have chapter eight, but for the events that are spanning from now until about July 8th, um, that's what's going on. Otherwise, check out our website, marionpubliclibrary.org. You can see the rest of the events there. Mm-hmm. Sue? Yeah. I have not missed this at all. I don't know. My brain is really. <sighs> I know it. It has been it's a of heck stuff. of a. I say week. More like ever since we moved in. It's yeah, it's been, been pretty cray cray. What two weeks? Yeah, three weeks. I don't know. Yep. I don't remember, I've lost track of time. <laughs> I'm not going to assume anybody is new here, but if Sue gets the answer wrong, this is what you're going to hear. And the renowned James T. N. Sparkles. If yes. Sue gets it right, yes. Those. Five simple questions yeah, today. Sure. Simple. Mm-hmm. The first one is, okay, maybe not simple. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Very interesting, though. You know, it's like I did, um, you weren't a part of the, uh, maybe you weren't. You know, that's what it was. It was like two episodes ago you were a part of because the last chapter was Bill and uh, Laura and Becca. Yes. You weren't a part of that No, one. I was not. So that's why it's been a while for yes. you. Yes. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Becca and Laura did the last trivia, and I had some like really weird ones, and they knew it, which is just well, wild. You know, but also some stuff that I would just never mm-hmm. expect, which is seems to be the trivia I get. But this first one, we'll see if we keep this in. Okay. But in St. Louis, Missouri, it is illegal for a firefighter to rescue whom? I'm gonna say a cat. Why would you say a cat? I don't know. That's like rude. Actually, this is very rude. The answer is an undressed woman. Woman, woman, woman. Even (laughs) if they're wearing a nightgown. Is that just not, like, tell me Hmm. that hasn't been broken. Well, that's a really old law, I'm guessing. I guess, but it's like, Hmm. if somebody's going to die in a fire... I don't think it matters what's going on. They will rescue them. Right. Anyway, so... Oh, of one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun one, right? <laughs> okay. This is an easy one for you. <laughs> what is Dorothy's dog's name in the classic novel, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz? Toto. Didn't know that. I'd be a little <laughs> concerned. Cool. One of, or not one of one, one of two. Yeah. We're going for, it's uh, five questions, so math, 60%. We'll see. We're going for something good. How many strings does a guitar have? Do most guitars have strings? Oh, my brother is going to be so annoyed that I get this wrong. And he listens, so it's like, oh boy. I'm going to say eight. Oh, Sue Ellen. Six. It's six. Oh, there's Bill making fun of me now. Oh, gosh. Maybe we should have Bill come in for a quick intermission. Let's see. Let's see if Bill Here can get comes. this right. We're not going to put he'll, him. He'll get it right because he knows all oh, the answers he can't, to everything. Yeah, he can't He's look smart. at this. Bill, you're going to step up to the mic here, and I'm going to ask you this question. Okay, Bill's. Yep, Bill, Bill, you can just come up to mine. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll ask it and then I'll twist it to you. Okay. The question, well, d- should I ask him the first one? Yes. You think he'll get it? Yes. You can tell me if we can keep this in. The first question is, what? <laughs> in St. Louis, Missouri, it is illegal for a firefighter to rescue whom? Cats. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sue said the exact same answer. <laughs> That's the most library answer I've ever yeah. heard. Yes. Uh, the answer is an undressed woman. <laughs> Even if they're wearing a nightgown. 
Is that weird? S- yeah. S- uh, Bill's, uh, sorry, I took the mic away and we don't have three mics going, which I could probably get a hot mic yeah, here. Yeah, that's but, okay. Um, are we good to keep that in? Oh, yeah. Bill's great. Bill's he can great. Have, he can have mine here. Oh, that's right. Okay, I guess Bill's doing questions now. He would know the answer to number two, but we'll ask him. I know no you're. Pressure. A, I know you're a very busy, very busy man. So it's we'll okay. we'll I'm keep you. For, oh, okay. We didn't hear that. Board of directors. Okay, we'll ask you this one. How many strings do most guitars have? Oh boy, this is a very concerned look. James Tian would be so upset if you missed this answer. Four. Oh, Bill. Three, six, five. Stop. Stop guessing. <laughs> I didn't get right either. I said eight. You meant six. Six. Yeah. I played the alto sax. I didn't play guitars okay. or, or any string instruments. I was violin, so we had four, but yeah, guitars six. I played no instruments. Thank you. Gotcha. But you, you have many other talents, though. <laughs> Would you like to keep going on questions? Let's go for yeah. it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get a hot. I mic. crashed your podcast. That's right. It's okay. We're, we're gonna get a hot mic going here. Uh, Sue, take this one here. Do I have a bell? Do I need to ring in? <laughs> we're just rolling with the punches here. Yes. Okay, that should be good. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. We're we're active here. So cool. Okay. Yeah, we should have just done that from the start. But that's all right. Should I ask him the second one? Every all you the did. listeners are like, you no, asked no, him. No, not the second. Yes, you, you asked did. me the string one. Yeah. No. Oz. Oh, he knows that one. Okay, we won't ask that. I'm sure you do. Wizard, Wizard of Oz, the dog, Dorothy's dog. The dog. Toto. Toto. I hate that movie. <laughs> the listeners are like, can we get to number four, please? <laughs> it's been like 20 minutes. Okay. What is the longest and heaviest bone in the human body? You have to agree on this answer. The femur. Femur, yeah. That's correct. Okay. It's also the <laughs> most like rigid bone. It's the hardest to break. Is that correct? Isn't that right? The femur? The hardest bone. We're not going to test that theory. <laughs> um, if it's the densest bone, it would be yes. that would be a true answer. Is the femur, mm-hmm. the hardest bone in the body. They're all about the same hardness because they're all made of calcium. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the largest. I swear it. Oh, it's yes, it's mm-hmm. the thigh bone, femur. It's not only the strongest bone in the body, but it's the longest. I was going to okay. say because if you break your femur, you're out of yeah. commission. Yeah. Yep. Kind of like our deputy director. Yes. So. Yep. Okay. In the spirit of movies and what is uh, been occurring in the past few weeks, mm-hmm. in the movie Top Gun, mm-hmm. what is the name of Maverick's radar intercept officer? Goose. Goose. Goose is correct. Played by Anthony Edwards. Wow. Ooh, Whose wife was points. Meg Ryan in the movie? Bonus points. Yes. Sue's trying to make up for her. I haven't seen the original was, Top Gun in decades. And he was the only one in the volleyball scene who had a shirt on. I'm just yeah, telling you. I think the reason <laughs> most women went to the original Top Gun and why they're going to the secondary Top Gun is because of the shirtless men. Is that correct? Um, I would say that's probably pretty good. Okay. And the reason, High possibility of the that, reason yes. the men are going to the new Top Gun is so they can learn how to buy aviators and shave their sideburns <laughs> to have a mustache. Yes. <laughs> That's what TikTok has become lately. Mustaches is men are just the shaving. thing. <laughs> yep. There goes yep. James. Oh, there's our deputy director. Really, I think he was crying that he wasn't in on yep. this. He's Possibly. Just, yeah. Could be. Nothing new. So, okay. Well, congratulations. You completed trivia okay. for. Yeah. Actually, you didn't do last or two weeks ago. It was back. No, what were your Mar- questions? That's a great question. You're going to have to listen to chapter seven to find <laughs> chapter six. But then I'll know the answers. <laughs> 
why would you know the answer? I asked you, them. You can pause, try and answer them, and then you. I see. That's yes, what we do in the that's car. A lot of work. All right. Oh. It is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Stop it. <laughs> and we both got the same wrong answers. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys hear what yeah. I have to deal with on a daily basis? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It is. Right on. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. Are you on a stay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Bill's no, staying. I think we're, I, I, no. Is there anything you need from me? I don't know. Not really. You yeah. can you can stay and listen if you want. Yeah. The only other thing I was going to talk about is what's new. You've hired some shelvers, so there's some yep. new faces we in the library. We have some new faces in the library, yes. Yep. Do you want me to say who they are? I have them listed. <laughs> I can tell tell people who they are. So if you're, if you're walking in the library yeah. once we're open, Allison, Lauren, Henry, and Fade. Mm -hmm. Those are our four new employees. Yes. We yep. talked about our vistas last time. Mm-hmm. Tia and Amelia. I think I got that right. You did. Mm -hmm. So we got lots of new people, which is great. Yeah. And that's why Sue is and her team is shelving super fast. That's right. Absolutely. Which is awesome. And it's looking amazing. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is. Looking it's really good. Like it's so it's so satisfying to see all those books on the shelves. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're that far. And it, it's really <laughs> starting to look like a library finally. It is. It is. Yep. The last thing I always touch on is um volunteering. Um we have the form on our website. I know I've touched on it in previous mm -hmm. chapters. So if you're interested in volunteering, we have a bunch of different categories that you can choose from. Um, it's not just one. It's not like you just say, I want to volunteer. And then we mm -hmm. try and put you to work wherever you, you know, like maybe you don't want to Trying to match your talents with exactly where we need help. Yep. Mm -hmm. So if you're, a, you know, I guess we're not going to be open when teachers are off this summer. So probably not. Yeah. I think we're going to be open. Uh, after the school year starts. Yep. Mm -hmm. But if you have time on your plate, if you're retired and you just mm -hmm. get bored throughout the day and want to help us or you love the library just in general, um, that's a great way to get involved. Yes. Um, so we're always looking for volunteers and um, those are um, actively being looked at um, as you fill out the form. Mm -hmm. So um, that's really it. Yep. Uh, thank you guys for your time. Really appreciate you guys listening. Again, always fun running into uh, different people who listen. Mm -hmm. um, this has been Chapter 7. Blaine Sue Bill signing off. Yeah. We'll see you guys in chapter eight. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. See ya.